This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. And let's first recognize each and every veteran uh, who is watching this channel, who is someone in your personal network. It is Veterans Day. Go ahead and reach out to them. Uh, Thank them for their service. You know, some gave all, but all gave some. I think that's a line in a country song, I think. Uh, But it is very true. So, uh, Mom, Dad, if you are watching this, uh, thank you for your service. Uh, Thank you for, uh, you know, uh, stepping up and uh, serving in the Navy, Mom, and the Marines, Dad. And uh, for all, again, the folks who served, it is Veterans Day. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you, uh, you know, just just thank you. This is one day a year where we remember all you've done. So, Thank you for that. Uh, Again, it is 7 a.m. on Thursday, which means we will be speaking to Jonathan Twomley at 7.30. So that will go off. Uh, And then right now, just so everybody knows, we are trying to work out scheduling for the three amigos. Uh, Our normal time isn't going to work, so we are trying to juggle schedules to see if we can make that work. We're going to give it a shot. Uh, If not, we will find another time to do it. A couple of other things. Let's congratulate two people. We got two more cards going out. Uh, Nathan, congratulations, and John and Laura, congratulations. Folks doing the work, getting your first or next deal, I want to hear about it. If one rental at a time helped you in any way. And again, know that I am a very easy grader. If you just watch one of my videos and you want to say that one rental at a time helped and you get a deal, I will count it. Uh, I want to get to that 500 number as soon as possible uh, so that we can give away some money. I can do something crazy like dye my hair purple and other things that we are talking about. So it is out there. Um, And something else I I guess I will do for Veterans Day. It just hit me. I wasn't planning to do this. It just popped in. Uh, I have a coupon code for my course, June 50. Uh, I occasionally turn that on. Uh, it It will be turned on today. So you have about 24 hours. Uh, If you want to save 50 bucks and sign up for the course, remember, the course is going up January 1st, uh, so if you want to get it uh, at the cheapest price, it will be for the foreseeable future. Now is the day. Uh, go ahead and thank the veterans in your life uh, for that honor, and uh, I thought about that as I said thank you to my mom and dad, so that's kind of cool. Anyway, Veterans Day, get the course, save 50 bucks, let's go. So a couple things that caught my attention today. Um, First and foremost, I saw that Jay Leno, kind of a left field thing, but it's fun to think about. Jay Leno broke the quarter mile uh, time in a Tesla Model S Plaid. Uh, The time was 9.4 seconds. That is wicked fast, obviously. The interesting thing is it broke the record at of an old of the old record of a Bugatti a Bugatti Chiron. I don't know that I've ever seen a Bugatti in real life. I've obviously seen pictures, but I think those are like $2 million cars, like just ridiculously expensive. And here we go. We got a, we got a, a Tesla 
breaking the land uh, record. So note to self, never race a Tesla off the starting line. It doesn't end well. It's embarrassingly how much they crush you. I couldn't imagine trying to race a Tesla Model S or um, yeah, Model S Plaid. Bad. Again, something else going on that I told you was coming. It doesn't make me feel good to say this, but again, part of what this channel does is kind of helps you understand what is coming. And unfortunately, we now see that inflation is outstripping wage growth. I told you this was coming. I even had my team create a meme that we posted on our Instagram page, One Rental at a Time. Go check it out. Basically says... Hey, wages. Wages are up 5.1%. Isn't that awesome? Yes, for a moment. Until you realize there's this little boogeyman called inflation behind you. And inflation, as we saw yesterday at the consumer level, is running 6.2%. Hottest since December of 1990, if memory serves. And frankly, going to get worse. Have you seen heating oil and gas and food? And it is, uh, it feels like inflation is accelerating. And as I've told you, rent is yet to be a big part of it. And that is up as well. So again, now we have wage growth, but you are actually going backwards. That hurts. That hurts. Next up, because of that, I wonder if Build Back Better this was six trillion, then three and a half trillion, now one point seven five trillion dollars of more spending ever sees the light of day. I wonder if Joe Manchin is going to say ever going to say yes. I think he I think he believes inflation is the biggest problem, and he is not up for spending another call it two trillion dollars just rounding it. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think Big Back, be build, big back whatever, build Back Better uh, ever happens? Uh, I, I, I'm starting to think it doesn't, uh, but we shall see. Uh, be warned, uh, probably starting next week, we're going to start hearing about the debt ceiling a lot. Remember last time I told you this was coming and then it was nothing for two weeks and then it was all over the news? Well, the debt ceiling is coming back, I believe. This is from memory. I think it was December 4th. Yeah, I think I think December 4th uh, is the date that we have to watch out for. But yeah, the debt ceiling is coming back. A couple of three earnings to talk about today. Two bad, one good. Uh, we'll do the one good first. Affirm, this is the buy now, pay later company. Uh, they announced a partnership with Amazon and uh, had really good earnings. I want to know where Dave Ramsey and Susie Orman is. Dave Ramsey, you need to take on a firm. You need, you, your influence, your area, you need to go get to educate people that buy now, pay later is dumb. However you do that, right? You talk about debt snowball and all of these things. A lot of people are going to sign up for buy now, pay later. And they're going to think they're going to be marketed as not credit card debt. This is going, this is, I see this coming and I see it's a disaster. You're, you're going to get people that sign up for buy now, pay later. They're going to be all happy because they don't have credit card debt, which technically it's not credit card. It's another form. It's almost like layaway, a different form of layaway. And then 
because it doesn't show up on credit reports currently, it doesn't do this, it doesn't do that, people are going to be in much, much, much worse shape. So Dave Ramsey, do me a favor, use your platform to educate folks that buy now, pay later is a feel-good thing that is financially destructive. After that, we have Beyond Meat. I don't know if you've ever tried Beyond Meat's hamburgers. A little oily, uh, but frankly, tasted better than I thought. Uh, they had disappointing Q3 and disappointing uh, Q4 outlook. Uh, you know, it, restaurants not coming back, uh, uptick and demand not coming back. So, uh, rarely disappointing. Their stock's down double digits today. The big one for me, folks, is Walt Disney. Walt Disney is telling us something. Walt Disney missed top, missed bottom. Disney Plus missed sub, new subs. This is all going on right now. And believe me, if you're a parent and you have young kids and you've been kind of cooped up for a while, one of the first places you're going is Disneyland. And if they're missing, I don't know. That just it, that gives me pause. Does it surprise me about Disney Plus? They had their time in the sun, right? There are seasons in in business. They were in the spring and summer. Now it's fall and winter. So not so concerned about Disney Plus, but the parks, theaters, merchandise. Hmm. Kind of interesting. Today's actually a really big day. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to say this. Today's going to be one of those days that I'm going to look for the stats out of China. If you don't know, China has this thing called Singles Day, 11-11-1111. It is kind of like their Black Friday, except I think it's their Black Friday squared or cubed. It's a big deal. For example, Alibaba did $75 billion last year. JD.com did $41 billion. So, you know, you're talking almost $120 billion in a day. That's a big day. It's discounts and this and that. So it's interesting uh, because I think what Singles Day, it's going to show us about the Chinese consumer and it's going to give you and I a picture of retailers. This is why. First and foremost, remember what happened at Starbucks. Starbucks reported weak Chinese sales of their coffee and teas and all of that. So I think we're going to see is the Chinese consumer on strike, right? If they're not spending on Black Friday or their singles day, we're going to know really soon. We are going to know really soon. Next couple of days, we'll start seeing numbers come out about what happened. I do find it very interesting that Citigroup actually forecast 15% growth year on year. I think that is... I mean, first off, you have inflation, so some of that is inflation, no doubt, right? Nominal, you know, number to number, year to year. But I don't know where they get that from. I'm, I'm going to think it's sub 5%. So the over-under me for Singles Day, which will be reported here sometime in the very near future, probably by Monday of next week, uh, I'm going to guess that Singles Day is 5% or less uh, growth year on year. I just think the Chinese consumer is... Um, they're tired. They feel picked on. And then you have the kind of 1% or top 5%. They're like, we are under attack. No more conspicuous consumption. The rich in China probably are spending more time figuring out how to get their money out than buying the next Gucci or Tiffany or 
whatever LV thing. Uh, so it's going to be very interesting. And then retailers, retailers. Chinese retailers are already talking about having less inventory. Hello, supply chain issues. Uh, they are talking about potentially having no discounts or nominal discounts. Again, remember, Singles Day in China is like our Black Friday. It's like deals of the year, door busters, all of that stuff. What the retailers are saying is, I have half as much inventory, and if I sell it with discounts, I'll lose money. Also, companies are cutting back on advertising, right? Again, Black Friday, you've seen it over the years. How many, how many TV commercials and spots and teasing doorbusters and this and that? They're cutting back because, again, they have to make choices. And then finally, all retailers are going to make this choice. Are they going to go for volume, i.e. revenue or sales, or are they going to go for profit? The land of inflation, the land of uh, market share, all of these things are difficult choices. But I think what we're going to see in the U.S. come Black Friday is less sales, less inventory. It's going to be interesting. So again, I think Black, I think Singles Day in China is going to be a lot weaker than Citigroup. I couldn't believe Citigroup said 15%. Back to Evergrande, it's kind of in the news uh, it is dying. I've told you it is dying. Uh, it is slowly succumbing to their cash flow statement. Folks, I've tried to educate you on the cash flow statement. It is not important until it is really important. It's the often missed third financial statement. Evergrande is buying days in weeks at this point. They sold their jets for $50 million. The owner of the company is doing this and that and paying the bills. They were technically in default yesterday, but made the payment this morning. They're done. They are not going to happen. Uh, so again, this is happening because their cash flow statement, in the cash flow statement of all property developers in China, they're not selling units, right? They're a debt-based business where the top of the cash flow statements are apartment sales. That is essentially stopped or slowed down greatly. I think Evergrande told us last month that their sales are down 97%. No property developer, zero property developers around the world could survive if their sales are down 97%. All of them are debt-based. Evergrande is not unique except for the size. So if the Chinese consumers are not buying apartments, all property developers are in trouble in China because cash flow is the blood, the oxygen that keeps the company alive. We got some news on single family home prices. 99% of the markets in the U.S. are up. 78% uh, of the markets in the U.S. are up seven, um, double digits. Wow. And again, when they talk markets, they track the National Association of Realtors tracks 183 metros. That's what they track. So again, all markets, 99% are up. 78% of those that are up are up double digits, meaning 10% or more. The largest increase, anybody want to take a guess? And a hint, it's not Boise for the first time. Anybody want to take a guess of what metro in the country is up the most? It is up 33 5% year on year. Wow. 33. Wow. 
Folks, it is Austin or Round Rock, Texas. If you own any property in Austin, congratulations. You made, you, you're worth a lot more money today than you were uh, last year. So congratulations for that. Uh, remember on this channel, and I think I did a video on it yesterday about getting to four. I think Matt, the mortgage guy, asked me, why do I talk about that? Why is it a goal? All of that. Well, the reason I talk about it is I think all of you watching this can get to four. It's a number that is believable. It's not so big and scary that you do nothing. Looks like in the last year, the average home in the U.S., again, this is average, so it may not be yours, but the average home in the U.S. is up $50,000. So if you owned four, you are up two hundred grand. If you're up 10, if you have, I'm sorry, if you own 10, you are up half a million dollars. And if you're the lumberjack, that's a big number right there, right? So again, these are all things, time in the market, more important than timing the market. It is all important stuff. Uh, and then the last thing to talk about, again, I always talk about, I live in a crazy part of the world. Turns out that Santa Clara County, which is the county that I'm currently speaking to you from, has the highest median price. And folks, this is just dumb. <laughs> this, this median price is silly. It is $1.65 million. And you wonder why I had to go to Fresno, California to find cash flow rentals. Crazy. All right, folks. Again, remember, it is Veterans Day. Uh, if you are a veteran, thank you. If you know a veteran, call them, send them a text, all that good stuff. Some gave, um, some gave all, all gave some. Again, I think that's a country song. Uh, and lastly, because uh, of mom and dad, I'm going to reactivate my June 50 discount code. So if you ever thought about getting the course, today is the day. It will be good for about 24 hours, maybe 36. And uh, then, you know, the price will go up January 1st and you would have missed out. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. I look forward to all of the great conversations uh, that we have today. Take care. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.